This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to fubarradio.com for more details. Sarah Love and Mice Diggy on Fubar Radio. Yo, check it out, y'all. All the way from Shaolin, you know what it is. Raekwon the Chef, Maxim with the good honey, DJ Sarah Love. <laughs> Hold it down. You know what it is, bro. We got your back. That's y'all. <laughs> Do you get shout-outs Ooh. like that? <laughs> I don't get shit like that, boy. That's Raekwon was doing, he was doing the utmost thing. Yeah, with the smooth and sexy, you know what I'm saying, Sarah Love. Yeah, he, was, he wiped dribble. When you was recording that, I'm sure there was dribble being wiped off his face there. And Sarah was there like, you're damn. <laughs> What's going Basically, on? Basically, yeah. No, not at all. Welcome to the show, listeners. It's good to be back. How yep. are you doing, Mike? Good afternoon, Mother Lovers. What's going on? Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, I should say, just in case you're listening mm-hmm. back. This is Food Bar mm. Radio, the hip-hop show with myself, Mice Diggy, and DJ Sarah Love. Ooh, ooh. Got to say thank you, a.k.a. Make Ray get wet <laughs> on the mic. Jesus, man. Oh, oh dear but um first of all thank you to ray peacock he's been taking care of you for the last two hours right here on foobar radio make sure you check out that show and all foobar shows on the website you can listen back to the podcast today my show and i have an amazing show lined up for you we're going to be taking mm. care of you until 6 p.m um and we have an exclusive interview Exclu- i'm the only person that he spoke to in the uk yeah, I can see, well, I think we know why, innit? Like, it sounds like you're the only person he, yeah, he spoke to, at least like that, anyway. Uh, yeah, like that. Jesus! <laughs> I was like, bro, we can't get this Keith Sweat on there. <laughs> In fact, I've got another drop that will make you laugh. Even His more, inner so. Barry White just pouring out, oozing out into that drop, boy. But um, yes, Raekwon of Wu Tang Clan. He uh, he was performing in the UK. Well, just in London, he literally flew in on one day, flew out the following morning, um, did the show. But yes, we got the interview for you coming up later in the show. So Ooh, keep it turn. locked Ooh, right here. Turn. Yes. Ooh, oh my god, it's been so, quite exciting actually to think of all the just going through all the Wu record like classics. Do you know what's really funny as well? Before I even knew, I had uh, I was listening to uh, well, yeah, it's it Ghostface, but I was listening to. Um, Iron Man last oh yesterday on my way back from France Bananas like, the album is crazy yeah. talk about long it's players fresh. though where yeah, it's like it's you like know records where you can like listen from beginning to yeah, end though, yeah, and it's yeah, taking yeah, yeah, you yeah. on a journey yeah for real you know I but really enjoyed listening to that and, and it's cool because like obviously you know the album but when you haven't listened to it for quite a while and like you're saying listening to it from start to finish in its whole entirety you can really appreciate it again like it was fresh like it was new you know and appreciate how spoiled we were back in them days man yeah, like, that's some proper classic material so you know it was just like a, a real treat to be able to chat with the one and only Raekwon the chef so keep it locked to hear that interview coming up later in the show also we've got a guest live in the studio for you today this uh, coming weekend uh, this Saturday is record store day so in aid of all of the things vinyl related yeah. uh, celebrations and everything um, we're going to be having Pete Real the founder of Deal Real Records live in the studio the so real deal the real. real deal real so we'll break <laughs> down lots of amazing record store history for you plus every week Mice Investigates You're so hold right. tight because uh, we're going to um, inform you about what the key question this is actually a really good question it's a you good know, one because like I one. said sometimes you need a hand in life and these are <laughs> me investigating will be your life hack you might find out 
there's something you really needed from this. So make sure you're tuned in, mother lovers. Basically. And we have the open mic as well. So f- hold tight to find out who's going to be featured this week. Plus, brand new music from Black Thought. Woo! Yes, and Woo! Stars P. Got Woo! new music from Jest. Woo! But right now, let's first hit you with something fresh from the album Give Thanks. That's forthcoming. Um, produced by Jay Diller. 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 And I was very happy when I heard this song. This is the brand new track from Five Dog of A Tribe Called Quest. Uh, rest Peace. Peace. Um. Yo, it's your man Fife Thor, formerly of a Tribe Called Quest, and I'm lounging on the My Sticky Sarah Love Show. Y'all know what it is. Love that, honor that, respect that, cherish that. Hip-hop music, you done know. Big up. I was very happy when I heard that track. The nutshell, that's um, off the forthcoming album, Give Thanks. That's Five Dog, produced by Jay Diller. But I think it's very fire. And when we interviewed him, um, had him on the show last uh, December, uh, yeah, he was talking about that album and he was saying that the second verse on that track was one of his favourite of his career. So make sure you hit up foobarradio.com slash hip hop and you can listen back to the full interview when Five Dog was right here on the show with myself, Sarah Love and my Dickie. You're damn right. And this part of the show, <clears throat> I just think it's so important, especially on a grisly day mm. like today. You exactly. know, it's we easy. Know it's f- raining out there. Yeah, we know the struggle. It's easy to get bummed out and stuff, isn't it? But, you know, really, I think it's important to remember how many good things are going on in the world. And, you know, we've got to shout those people up uh, out. And I just really think they deserve some serious big ups. Big up, big up. And this mm-hmm. week's big up. Um, is going out well really it had to go to NWA for being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame have you heard about this Mice? What you know what's funny I thought they were already in it <laughs> really? yeah yeah I didn't realise that was because I saw people bigging them up uh, during the week and I thought I was like man am I just looking at some old ass posts or something you know that the algorithms sometimes mm-hmm. they play yeah, with the algorithms up. yeah I was like right is it just like posts from when their film came out or something but yeah, mm. No, because I think maybe they had announced that, like, they put out a list. Oh. Maybe that was last year or something of who will be inducted in 2016 kind of thing. Right. But then finally this weekend, uh, last Friday, uh, they got um, inducted into uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame by Kendrick Lamar. Um, and as a group, Dre, Easy e Ice Cube, Ren and Yella, they've sold more than 100 million records. I didn't realise that they were on them kind of figures. 100 million? What, yeah. as NWA? As NWA. Oh, and Easy e like, so the Easy e album. I, d- I, I, see, I, I thought, I got the impression that it was as NWA. But yeah, 100 million records, which seems kind of out there. Because yeah. they only did, like, three or two records yeah, or something? It's not like they were crazy, nah. pro- prolific, really, kind but, of thing. No, nah, but, but for what they did, you know, like, so I'm wondering, is that including, like, you know, detox? Mm. <laughs> 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 the fourth, yeah, no, quite possibly, but no, it was quite uh, cool though because uh, Cube he made some good statements at the um, ceremony um, where he said uh, we've come a long way from being so hated in the industry to making it to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and you know they're only the fifth hip hop act ever to be voted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think that's kind so of deep. Who's, they, who's in the rock? I mean, so for the, just to be fair, though, it is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's well, not the you see, Hall of like, Fame or the Music Hall of Fame. Well, you see, what's his name? So I think in the last week or something, there's this dude, Gene Simmons. He's in that group Kiss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the yeah. guys who like paint up their faces. 
He said. I mean, what he said was pissed. Was a bit like, "Are you taking the?" Piss? It was a little bit yeah, <laughs> like, you know. Are you taking the piss? Yeah, basically, he was because he is like, "I'm looking forward to the death of rap." I'm looking forward to music coming back to lyrics and melody instead of just talking. Rap will die next year, 10 years from now, at some point, and then something else will come along, and all that is good and healthy. Um, but yeah, MC Ren at the ceremony called out uh, Gene Simmons, and then Cube said, the question is, are we rock and roll? And I say, God damn right, we're rock and roll. Rock and roll is not an instrument. It's um, it's not even a style of music. It's a spirit that's been going on since the blues, jazz, bebop, soul, rock and roll, R&B, heavy men- metal, and yes, hip hop. Mm, so, you okay. know, in men- I, I hear where he's uh, come from. I think that Who you said have that? To, was that Cube? That was said Ice that? Cube, yeah. He said mm. that in response to... Um, in, uh, to uh, do um, Gene, Gene Simmons. Simmons, yeah, but I was quite surprised because it was only 2007 the first uh, group were hip hop group inducted, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But I, and you know, again, like I understand what Cube's saying, but to, I thought rock and roll was a genre of music. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So when they're saying the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I'd expect it would only be rock and roll music, whether it be like rock music or mm. you know more metal or whatever. You know, but no, it's true, and I guess, by, but most people do take that like starts with it isn't it but then at the, the same time the other thing is rock I'm doing the <laughs> devil signs <laughs> now devil rock and roll yeah. dude like there's the whole thing of that's and I think that's where Cube's going with it he's saying it's a vibe it's a it's a, a mentality rock and roll as opposed to it being a genre of music mm. which is similar feel- to what hip hop is hip hop isn't just about the music it's about the attitude you know the sort of the way people look at life as well, you know, the way they deal with life is in a hip hop way. So maybe live. if you trash your room, that's rock and roll. <laughs> if you just smoke weed in it and nod your head all day, that's hip hop, though. <laughs> Should we submit that as like the official yeah, yeah, yeah. breakdown of the meaning of it all? But and then he the- has said, like, sorry, Gene Simmons has said, respectfully, let me know when Jimi Hendrix. Oh, that was Hendrix also gets in response to like after he heard that. Um, uh, Cube had said this mm. then he came back with that like witty one-liner yeah, yeah. and thing so, so it's, I it's guess a funny one of... but you know fuck and then, him man whatever if he's gonna it, yeah exactly he's gonna basically, go and like just... that hate on you know someone winning an award it's like whatever bruv I know and I think every year maybe on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame it's only five acts who are picked every year to be in- inducted so another dude who was inducted this year I'm not actually sure who he is Steve Miller do you know Steve, Steve Miller? Miller? Oh yeah. yeah, Steve Miller, man. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm you saying? Know, that's I Steve Miller. That. Hey man, when I go across the track, smoke me some Chibi right there. The Joker is his song. Steve Miller just <laughs> I just make sure I drive in between them white there, white lines. You know, sit me so, some white bear. So just from his name, that you, yeah, you painted his have whole some character. ice cream. Don't say it ain't vanilla flavor, it's white flavor. <laughs> some Steve it's Miller played in the back. That's how we roll, you know what I'm saying, man? Sorry, Steve Miller, no, if you're completely is, like... But he has a song called The Joker. That's not um, shedding any light for me. I'll He's, do a so. He's a smoker. Oh, is it that song? No, no, isn't that like... That's Lou Reed. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. But yeah, no, Steve... So this dude, he was inducted into the Hall of Fame. He did a performance at the ceremony. And he was just like questioning the whole purpose of it, basically. And he said, you tell me what the hell is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? And what does it do besides yeah. talk about itself and sell postcards? Ooh, that's <laughs> deep, right? No mobo. So anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I agree with that in many ways as well. Like all of the, and the same thing with the whole MBE, OBE nonsense. Like really, what is all Spang-B. of that stuff about? Spang B. That's what it's about. No, but the other hip hop acts who are, have been inducted into the Hall of Fame is um, Grandmaster Flash and Furious 5. That was in 2007. Um, 
No Africa Bamba. No, let's not wow. talk about that. Um, 2009, um, it was Run DMC. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, now, look, there's, there's a good one. There's a good one right there. Run DMC. They did the song Walk This Way with... Um, the rock band. White people. Yeah. yeah. No, Some other white people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who was it? Aerosmith. Yeah, 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 yeah. Them motherfuckers. Yeah. Aerosmith, yeah. I know yeah. Roll. I know my rock and roll, mate. Do you know what I mean? But look, that, that was a collaboration between hip hop and rock and roll. So you can understand them being in the rock and roll hall of fame. Do you know what I mean? Oh, because they did Because they did what you Yeah, yeah, with some white people. <laughs> Uh, Look, I'm half got... white, okay, so I'm allowed to say this. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, i got a bunch of white friends as <laughs> yeah, well, so I'm I know allowed to say people, this. Yeah. Um, okay, so you think that's enough um, criteria? No, no, no. no. Here's my point, though. Is So what would Gene Simmons say to that? He would say, that's okay. <laughs> no, no, saying. I have no idea what he thinks well, about you know, that. No, but I mean, to add to your point, though, Mice, in 2012, the group that were inducted was Beastie Boys. Yeah, they're and white. It, <laughs> I think the first ever person inducted into the hip hop uh, into the rock and roll hall of fame well should be in the hip hop hall of fame too is Chuck Berry so you know it's it, obviously what the first person of colour no ever or first person first ever Chuck ever Berry person. Yeah, oh, to wow. me Chuck Berry is one of the most so who, important artists of all time who is this who's on this round table who are the lizard eating <laughs> sitting on this so round it's, table it's Prince Charles and Camilla <laughs> and then, oh, and then it's I'm Kim Kardashian. Lie, I can't <laughs> let you stay there and talk about my prince and princess like that. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm telling you this right now. When I'm in, in the morning, when I'm having me bacon sarnie with beans, mushrooms, chips, <laughs> eggs, tomatoes, to yeah, the, always. The crown. Right, I look at my, the crown. Look at my shrine with these lizard, lizard <laughs> eating motherfuckers and say, on yeah, your I love you. Yeah. Boy, I, love that, you. I mean that, that. You know, to take it there is like, who who is it? Who is making all these decisions? Who, you know, like Steve Miller said, who the fuck is making all these decisions? Who's saying? And why does it matter? Because ultimately, all of the people who are inducted, whether that's Chuck Berry, which he preceded the first Rock and Roll Hall of Fame anyway, mm. you know, and all of these great people, uh, James Brown, I think he was one of the first inductees too. Like these people were icons, you know, and they they changed the whole landscape of culture and music before these whoever this crew is on this round table I'm not I really do wonder who it is but then they kind of ba- they sort of redeemed themselves I felt in 2013 when um, Public Enemy were inducted mm. but I think now it's obviously and Public Enemy were rock and roll man listen to their music they were sampling rock shit mm-hmm. they worked with uh, what's his name some white guy <laughs> <laughs> that's why they got him in 2013 <laughs> no, but um, Anthrax <laughs> Anthrax. Yeah, that's why they got inducted after that. Anth- no, because uh, <laughs> no, I think. No, no, no. It's um, I'm speaking of uh, 99 Problems, dudes. Um, Jay Z. What? No, yeah, the guy. Oh, who produced yeah, 99 yeah, yeah. Um, Rick, Rick Rubin. Rick Rubin yeah. Didn't they work with Rick Rubin? See. Hey, sorry, I'm joking. Don't coffee. let me do. Yeah, don't yeah. let Hip Hop University <laughs> Challenge mice start popping up all of a sudden <laughs> again. <laughs> You've been doing your Wikipedia-ing. Yeah, so you know, but I mean, regardless, they they were sampling rock music. You know, a lot of acts actually sample rock music. There's so enough like there's, rock heads who they feel Public Enemy on just like that musical yeah. level kind of thing, and I just think rebellious music uh, and all of that too. But I think. I think one of the rules of Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you have to, it has to have been at least 25 years since your first release before you can be considered to be inducted. But to me, Public Enemy, Mm. they're the real most dangerous group in the world. Like, a lot of people call NWA that, 
but I think you know, really, yeah, I know Public Enemy is the most dangerous group in the world. Yeah, you know I mean, saying? when you're doing kiddies films and stuff like that, now, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> the happy only so much, and yeah, yeah. No, but still, I thought you know, it, it is a load of nonsense, really. This whole you know, because it doesn't allow. I'm not allowing these people around this table to tell us like who is relevant or not or who we should be applauding but I think still you know that they were very happy to be inducted into the Hall of Fame NWA so I thought it definitely deserved this week's uh, shout out button that you can <laughs> oh, press properly <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely deserved one of those so NWA yeah fuck you Gene Simmons yeah in your Molly face old Gene bastard. Simmons in yeah. your place he probably weren't even he probably hated when hip hop came out because it's like oh no yeah they're taking my record sales yeah yeah blatant yeah. I think that Kiss actually they were in the last couple of years they were inducted so I think that's why he's probably feeling now that he needs to pipe up and have his piece in yeah. this, but well, yeah, you know. but we don't care, fool. Yeah, we don't so, care. So um, I thought, let's play. Yo, you man, there's a lot of brothers out there flaking and perpetrating, Uh-oh. scared to kick reality. <laughs> Dre, you've been doing all this dope producing. NWA, express yourself. Who were just inducted into the hip hop, the rock and roll hall <laughs> of fame, and um, uh, yes, that was some NWA flavors for you. You're locked into Food Bar Radio with myself, Sarah Love, and the one and only My Diggy Mother Lovers, aka the voice of Chocolate Velvet Cake. That's right. We just gave you "Express Yourself" by NWA. Damn, the shit sounds timeless, man. Yeah. Timeless. Even sounds... Dre, even though Dre was talking about... Uh, <laughs> Contradicting smoke, himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, it's, well, I'm wondering what happened in those years. You know, he definitely went rock and roll. If one minute he's saying, I don't smoke Buddha, can't stand cess. <laughs> you know, because it gives you brain damage to all of a sudden the chronic, the chronic 2000. He was like, well, he was already like 60 then or something, wasn't he? So he's like, this is what the kid's <laughs> like. Let me start rapping about this. He was already 60 then. But shouts out going to Bo Macula. Sorry, Bo. Uh, tuned into the show. Andreas, Ezra Collective. What, what? I've got to send a big shout out to Santa Maria Pizza. They have um, definitely go check them out if you're in London. That's like the best pizza in the UK. It's amazing. It's like next level stuff. Tim Joshua hit us up at Food Bar Radio. Um, that's on Twitter. And he said to me and Mice he says accolades 10 to 20 years from now would either of you turn down knighthoods Mice hell mother loving no (laughs) I would not turn down any uh, accolade from anywhere the reason being is people are so stupid out there now if you hang around with someone famous they Mm want to suck the toes off of you so if you've got something like that hell yeah what life is going to be sweet yeah I'm a knight what are you saying do you know what I mean? What That's saying, it. You're sucking my toes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're sucking my toes tonight, or what? What's going on? You know what I mean? So, like no, the... hell no, I wouldn't turn it down. What the fuck do you think I am, bruv? <laughs> <laughs> that's the main motivation is to get your toes sucked. Okay, well, there you go, Joshua. I hope that, uh, Tim Joshua, I hope that uh, answers the question. How about for you? you? Would you? I think for me, I'm, I'm standing with um, people like Helen Mirren and Benjamin Zephaniah and. All of these other cool cats. Uh, it would be like a hell no for me. That don't like the, Well, I don't know about that, but yeah, no. That um, I would. <laughs> I don't think I'd be taking a, a knighthood of any kind. I just think it's a contradict. What's the point of it? Like we, they don't make us fresh. Like we're making them fresh by giving our name to them. And I'm not a servant of the queen. I don't want to be part of like the empire. And when you actually think of the whole history of the empire, it's not really something that sits well with me. So but, I don't need it. And I just think you know, if you get to the point where you're being considered for an MBOB, you've obviously put in your graft. You know, so that's really, true. what else can they? I would have been great anyway without them giving me a little pat on the back. 
You know, but and then, then also at the same time, when you see some of the people who are being given these titles in the last few years, it's like, well, clearly this thing is just a joke. Either you've got to be a paedophile or a clown, and then you're getting a mm. knighthood. I don't want, you know, Jimmy Savile was an MBE or whatever. Mm, like Tony Blair and the, these other criminals, war criminals, they're down with that crew. I don't need but to be in that But then Gene crew. Simmons has been, he's been <laughs> inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So now NWA... You know, public enemy are associated with scum. The scum? scum. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, so we're just boxing them in with the Yeah, they rape bats the and shit like that, man. Yeah. They rape the wings off bats, I heard. <laughs> and he, oh, no, no, wasn't that Ozzy Osbourne? Nah, he bit a head off a bat. That's all right. But he, I'm saying if you rape a that's bat, all, that's like... Yeah, that's, that's a know? different... How traumatic is that for the bat? <laughs> But anyway, moving anyway, on. Anyway, yes, let's keep it moving. Cause <laughs> to more right important now, things. Yes, more important things. Than like, bats being raped... <laughs> and shit like that ladies and gentlemen we want to welcome you all down to the food bar radio cafe that's right food bar radio all up in your ears mother lovers i go by the name of mice my sack haze that's right my sack is full of it mother lovers and i'm a bad mother shut your mouth i was about to say lover bitch <laughs> Damn, bit gangster this week yeah. too. Yeah, why? It's the NWA thing, man. I think it's more out of me. You know what I mean? I feel like a real life gangster, <laughs> especially after thug. I've been thug lighting my way through the whole week, and it's it's pretty much worked. You know what I mean? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. But as a policy for as a policy, yeah. Week. I yeah. thought, you know what? I have to use some of these thug, thug life uh, hashtag thug life by the way because I ain't really yeah about looking that shit. to go to prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not really about any of that shit, so don't even bring that to my doorstep. But anyway. <laughs> I was uh, having to deal with some of these guys, you know, I had to have a meeting this week, mm. and uh, but the meeting got cancelled like two minutes before I got there. Oh, I love it when and that I, happens. Yeah, I got the text message. Yeah. And I was like, right, you know, you couldn't tell me like two hours before, before I started making my journey or whatever. Mm. And it was a really bad excuse. It made me feel like I was the, you know, like I was the employee, you know, like... That you were being played. Yeah, well, like... <laughs> You know, I'm the boss and you, you're you're late uh, to work or you're not going to yeah. be at work and you're trying to give me this shit excuse. And I was like, come yeah. on, man. I, you can't bullshit a bullshitter, basically. Like, yes. I've done it a billion times. And, you know, if you're going to give me a bad excuse, at least give me one that I can believe. Not not dog ate my yeah, homework. Yeah, not one that I'm going to be like, yeah, right. Obviously now, you know, me being a, a MC or a rapper or whatever you call them nowadays. International superstar. Yeah, I don't know about all that. I do superstar <laughs> shit, though. I'll let you know that. I do do superstar <laughs> shit. I might not be a superstar, but I just... Anyway, you know, I, I don't really get the chance to take the day off work because I have to make sure whatever it is I said I'm going to do, I do it. I don't say, yo, you know, when you were back on the other station, I never be, yeah, Sarah, yeah, yeah, bring me in on Sunday night or whatever it was, 11 p.m. All right, bam, i got to be there. I can't, also, you know. Yeah, also in this industry, hey, you know. cutthroat, man. People will be like, all right, I don't know if I can trust. You're not a reliable figure. Yeah, you know, yeah, you at so least I have an excuse that it. is believable. Yeah, or that I mean? kind of puts us at ease to know, okay, this is something that was truly completely Yeah, like, I, I can see myself being in that situation and, and understanding why you can't make it here now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's all we want. Mm-hmm. Not, not all of this, like, yeah, I'll just palm you off with, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, what happened was, like, my missus, uh, you know <laughs> what I mean? Her uncle. Yeah, her <laughs> uncle's cousin, yeah, basically. He's in Bermuda, right? And then uh, <laughs> he was walking the dog, and apparently the dog had my mobile phone, like... <laughs> Yeah, you know, come on, man. 
<laughs> At least help so myself. So then I couldn't text you <laughs> to let so, you know an hour before. I'm trying to investigate now the best excuses you've ever heard for taking a day off work. Hmm. What are the best excuses you've ever heard? I've heard some. I've got some friends who, who mentioned some earlier. Mm. Django McCub talked about um, he's locked inside his flat. Will that work? That's hilarious. How do you get locked, locked inside it. your flat, though? I guess, goodness me. So only, the only way is, is quite a conundrum. if you live with somebody, they double lock. So he was just resigning himself to death in his flat then, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, he <laughs> yeah, also said so. water pipes burst. Or it's his nan's funeral. Are these excuses that he yeah, uses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know he's how got believable. He's on the ready. He just goes through the catalogue. He's like, um, yeah, that'll work today. Yeah, yeah. I don't exactly. He's got like a black book. For <laughs> yeah, yeah, excuses. Like, I can tell the, the boss. in the page. Boss, man. You know what I mean? He's like, I don't know. I'm looking forward to hearing more of them. So hit us up at hiphop at foobarradio.com um, and let Maestro know. Yeah, hiphop at foobarradio.com. Hiphop at foobarradio dot com rather mm-hmm. and at Fubar Radio on Twitter also you can hit up DJ Sarah Love or myself Mice Diggy on Twitter what are the best excuses you've ever heard for taking the day off work hmm. mother lovers I'm liking how he chopped that produced by Ninth Wonder brand new from Black Thoughts. oh it's yes. Ninth Wonder mm-hmm. so what is that a thought album in the what's going on I don't know Damn, but you'll bro. have to keep it locked to Food Bar Radio hip hop right here Mondays 4 till 6pm with myself Sarah Love and Mice Diggy to find out more coming up later in the show today we have a special interview with Wu-Tang's own Raekwon so keep it um, locked and uh, right now we're joined by a special guest live in the studio mm-hmm. the legendary the one and <laughs> Only. You know what? I thought it was only correct because this coming Saturday is records International Record Store Day. And so I thought, you know, really, we need to have some kind of representation of that in, in, on the show today. So I yeah. thought it was only correct to invite, you know, a true originator in, you know, to the London hip hop well, and, and record store scene. This is the one and only Pete Real of Deal Hi, Real guys. Records. <laughs> <laughs> The real deal, Thank real. You. The real so deal, nice. real. So nice. Out there, you know, and no. I have to the say, real deal, real. The real deal, real. And I have to say, Pete, like, really, for me, that was probably a um, a key moment in my career. Was the first time I ever walked into Deal Real Records on North day. Street. I remember Aww. that day. I remember you coming in. And you know yeah. what's so funny is because um, I, that was also the same day as my cousin's wedding. So I have um, pictures. From it's just oh, you know those were days when One people didn't days. have camera yeah, phones yeah. and things like that. So it's just funny that I have a picture from Brilliant. that day, which for me was such an important day because that's where I met uh, so many cool people like Maestro and amazing, you know, <laughs> I met Maestro too. Yeah, <laughs> but Peter, I think that's where a lot of people met each other. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's what it was about. Last week was, uh, we had Cy Philly for Life Cypher on yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah. That's where I first met um, Cy and and and, yeah, um, yeah, and all of those guys yeah. on, in in the record in uh, Deal Real Records on Knoll Street. But yes, you started Deal Real. Yeah, but me and Tony that, Vegas. You had another record store, right? Yeah, I mean, I started in about '91, I guess. Um, with a guy called Rob Corrigan, who then he, when we split up, he went on to open the, uh, oh, what was the name of his shop in New York? Uh, Gosh, this is 25 years ago, Sound Library. Sound Library. Yeah. Wow. And uh, so I then carried on and did various bits. I was in Notting Hill and then Oxford Street. And then when I went to Dark and Cold with MK. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when we did, we opened Deal Real, well, that was with Tony Vegas. What year did Deal Real open? 97. 97. Who, get, mm-hmm. Run me through a list of the people who have worked in Deal Real. 
Sarah Love. The most important. I like to have the girls working in there. Like, it just for me, it, it, you know, it's, it's like, balance. I know, you know like a strip you know. club. Kind yeah, of other way. And that as well. You know, when the guys know. Well, yeah, um, like a strip club owner always wants yeah. to make sure they Because we had poles in there, <laughs> didn't we? Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Glory And holes. those poles are. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> There's all kind of things in there. I see that bit. So, yeah, you, Estelle, Marcia was the other girl that worked there. Uh, wow. DJ Cuckoo, mm-hmm. yeah. Shorty Blitz, yeah, Cuckoo, Shorty Teddy Blitz. Ted's, mm-hmm. uh, MK. You tell me. Um, well, MK never really worked there because he had his own business. Okay, so he was so doing he was his thing. Oh, he was doing that. his work. Yeah. He, was, yeah. he was kind of doing his thing. Yeah, you know, he was in riding there. the wave. Mm. No, Push and um, <laughs> Tony Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, Tony. Yeah, me and Tony were partners there when we started. Yeah, but you know, even just that, and that's people, Tony Vegas from the Scratch, from the from the scratch Perverts, perverts yeah. which you know that, and the Scratch Perverts DJ crew. Like for those of you who don't know, they were like really at the height of the whole turntablers and scene, the whole DNC well, movement in the nineties and stuff. But they, as far as I'm aware, they. They formed in the yeah. shop in Dilrill in North yeah. I mean, formed in Dilrill as well. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I've got photos of them all practicing in there. You know, at night they'd all come in, set the decks up on the things, mm-hmm. and be like eight decks. Mm. Yeah, and they'd all be practicing in there. Mm-hmm. And, and then I was in there. I was there the day they all split up too. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, and it just became Joel and uh, Prime Cuts. Amazing. Vegas and uh, what was his name? Plus one. Plus, Plus one. one. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And then also I've had um, Harry Love has told me stories in the past about that where he learnt to use the SP12 in yeah, Dilrill. Yeah, in the basement. Yeah, in the basement. Yeah, yeah. We, we had a little SP12. Yeah. Yeah. So classic. Yeah, yeah. I have so many golden memories from being in that shop and then like every lunch break where, when I was working mm. in Dilrill then just going up and down um, Berwick Street into all the record shops in that area and it was a proper community Oh, of, it was brilliant. Of us, and it was before amazing. gentrification. You know, I mean, it was the last days of people being able to afford to have a shop there that can do that sort of thing. Mm. And Can't it's so it. dry now. When you oh. go down there now, it's like so yeah. bland and just generic. No, sir, I love it there. I love getting my key <laughs> wax. Mastro's buying a house. Yeah, so Mastro's moving there now with my Shagwa. <laughs> yes, exactly, with my Shagwa parked up outside. <laughs> yes. So I don't know what you guys are talking about. But for millions to die for. <laughs> but no, um, I mean, but then it had a real signature to that area. It was grimy, well, was, man. It yeah. was grimy, you know. Like that people, was the last days of it, really, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It for was sure. the last days of it. Yeah, for sure. But it's. I, and for me, it's such a nostalgic time. I mean, I yeah. love vinyl, and then also just to be part of that whole vinyl community and the record store community, and then all the hip hop community as well. Which to me, well, it was a you know, we all congregated it, you know. there, yeah. particularly mm. in Deal Real, because it ha- really had a hangout vibe, and you know, there were lots of kind of after. Uh, hours after hours part, drinking, is that what you're trying to say? After hours party, spilling out onto the street. It was a little street. bit, yeah. Yeah, a little so bit like on a little the shop, like micro <laughs> mini carnival going on inside Basically, there. But you know what I have Saturday. to say? Shout out to Excalibur because he he organised the the, the the open mic nights and stuff. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think he gets you know people forget. No, that. you're right, you're yeah, right, man. you're right. We do, we do forget that because he was more organised than I was. He just asked me if he could do that, and I went, do what you like, kind yeah. of, you know. And that was it, and mm, it was brilliant. But you had the chance. And that, that yeah. was what, uh, that, that's how I got involved. Was yeah. uh, I used to oh, go really? there with Bluefoot, DJ Bluefoot. Yeah, um, he was like the first producer I met. You know, like real hip hop producer I met from here, from UK, Aww. and. Um, he he, but he used to work. He was remember he used to always come in yeah, and he buy to, records here. And bring trays he used of food to be in. like a yeah yeah yeah. He, <laughs> he used to drive for like the you know the rich Arabs and whatever. Mm. So he used to like drive around and then whenever he had time off, he'd go past Dilrio or buy records. And then sometimes I'd buck him up and he'd be like, "Well, look, I got this, I got that." He's showing records he brought. 
And then um, there was a time when he he couldn't make it, but he called me. He goes, Stro, yeah, deal real doing uh, um, their open mics. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what, what time shall I meet? Where shall I meet you? Blah, blah, blah. He goes, no, I can't make it. I was like, whoa, this is like, you know. Yeah, because you're a bit shy, aren't yeah, you? So you didn't want to go down there. Well, then, I, you know, I guess I was shy to like this world of hip hop that I didn't know. You know, I didn't really know there was a whole bunch of like a community of yeah, in UK hip hop. I knew there were groups here and there, but mm-hmm. to, to go there and find out about the scene. And then I was like, man, I don't know, boy. And he goes, Stro, you really want to do this, though, don't you? You want to do this? I was like, yeah, yeah. Aww. He goes, yeah, go down there, man. Just go down there. And then, uh, so I was still a pussy though. I called up my friend. I was like, yeah, <laughs> let me call Smooth Pig. This guy, a friend of mine called Smooth Pig. I was like, right, Smooth Pig, what are you saying? Come with me to this. And my friends weren't really into like hip hop like the way I was. Mm. You know, not into the music world the way I was. But he said, yeah, yeah, I'll follow you up to West End. You know, like, follow Aww. me up to West End, fam. No, no matter how hard these dudes go on, there's always like, yeah, follow yeah, me to West yeah, End. Yeah. No, like, you need hold a friend to, yeah, hold my hand to West End. That was me. <laughs> so we went. I hit the open mic once and uh, I think I remember Excalibur was there Harry was DJing obviously Pete was there and so I'd seen Pete and, uh, and Destiny and a few others yeah yeah oh Destiny yeah yeah yeah, yeah. From, from you know but I'd never really had a chance to like show what I could do until that point and then it was like the response was like man so I used to go back every month because I think it was monthly innit? it used to do it or yeah, bi-monthly or something yeah, like that it was more than that I think but yeah, yeah. but there was always a mic available yeah there, so I just kept hitting the open mic and then meeting you know the people that I started meeting and from there and then eventually that led to led the, the debut release of Maestro yeah, the, um, yeah man. words and out kiss that ask yeah. goodnight 12 inch vinyl yeah. I remember the day that's that record well came in that's how well I did that was so good that the owner of the spot was like look we want to start a record label Properly. Deal Real Records well, that was an easy choice you know that was an easy choice for me you know Mice was wow. always you know there was people there they were all, there was good people they were all good people but and that's a, a, that's a UK above, classic you know, record you know that was that is a classic moment in time and that is a classic record like yeah, definitely and it's like so. it being it, oh it is for sure it is and um, you know the, the words out that featured Jargon and Skinny, Skinny Man, man. Yeah, and man. you know I remember mm. like that being performed at Kung Fu the party me and my show used to do in Camden like these are all such golden moments but you know so much of all of this came together organically through that yeah. record shop community thing you know which that what you started at, at um, Deal Real eventually after mm. having your other shops it was all very organic wasn't mm. it oh, yeah, it wasn't yeah, anything yeah, that yeah, was yeah. contrived was or planned. like this is so trendy right now let's do let's open a record <laughs> no, shop record store you know mm. and and again all the people who know, know each other and have worked together as a result are testimony of that well story, through, through there it? MK went on to be um, Roots Maneuvers DJ didn't he yeah. Roots was always in there and mm-hmm. now he's Rodney Dizzy P Rascals and, and Dizzy Ryan I don't know mm-hmm. yeah so <laughs> things, Dizzy, things so, you know. grow but, um, but no and I, I think uh, but I always remember like the first day meeting people like MCM in there I remember the first day meeting Rodney P and Skits in there and just being yeah. like oh, oh wow man, well, these are all people where it's like I never knew I mean, what my, they it was looked like family's second home wasn't yeah, it yeah 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 my yeah, family be in there all the time man Berry Task Crew Force and every, Berry Crew yeah. yeah everybody was in there like in terms of the UK nice. foundation man and that's, that's like and then even taking it back further than that, it was like you know because then the, another person that I knew through Deal Real was Tony Monson, who well, that Tony was, for me, is you an know, older was, yeah, yeah. dude who he's like really legendary in the mm. kind of pi- original pirate radio uh, movement here. He's like an oracle of soul music kind of thing, mm. but um, he used to like do the rounds, deliver it, um, deliver it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, that was phenomenal. To be buying records of Tony Monson, who I'd been listening to at the age of sixteen in my bedroom in Essex, you know. Wow. Yeah, and then so that was a big thing for yeah, me, you know. Yeah, 
yeah. hip hop. And, and he's someone who's brilliant. been part of the record store mm. scene before, you know, predating like your bon- Mr. Bongo's uh, Deal Real and, and all of that too. So, you know, this is the authentic organic lineage you know that we all kind of stemmed from in in hip-hop is and in in um in deal real but then deal real kind of closed sort of abruptly well it's like you're saying yeah. the, the, the gentrification yeah there's lots of, of things it. really there was he was you know it was download time as well wasn't it you know the year 2000 people weren't buying records Mm. Yeah, as much struggling as much yeah I yeah. mean now you could probably do it again now like those well, know, yeah those. how does that what's that like to see that yeah. all of a sudden now it's almost like I've been know, tempted a couple of times you know I thought about it you know yeah. could I do it again and you know yeah. but man that seems like a mountain to climb you know it's, I mean, I mean it's, it's like a lot, lot more expensive sort of, now the rent and all that in them sort yeah, of areas yeah. isn't it you couldn't, you couldn't get into Soho now but it's interesting now, like the revival that we're yeah, seeing, yeah, like yeah. with vinyl and even with like uh, with record shops. Yeah, yeah, record shops are opening again. Yeah, because yeah, I think yeah. vinyl. Was that yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and vinyl are opening, sales right? are yeah. going yeah. up. All yeah, time. I've heard that like vinyl selling more than CDs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, C- CDs. Well, CDs are crap. But um, yeah, I've got a bunch though, so uh, <laughs> I don't listen to them. But yeah, I've got them. but they're there. But uh, so I mean, like I'm trying to figure like what's it like seeing it. All of disappear like it's not cool anymore. Then for you know years later, all of a sudden it's cool again. So you, you know, like because it's a younger generation that are buying as well. It's not just like the older yeah. heads. That but it's all. I mean, it's all about vinyl. You've got to be able to sell vinyl to have a record shop. Mm. And um, to me, it's the only format to have music. Well, if you're a collector, it's the only mm. thing to have music. To, so it's good for me to see that. It's good to see mm. you know. It's come back round again because yeah. it's the best thing to have. If you're going to have music, have it on record. People are oh, looking yeah. at it as art now as well. Yeah, it is. I've always looked at it thing. like that. Yeah, you yeah, know, the yeah, sleeve yeah. is as much as, as the thing as, as, yeah. as the record itself. You know, it's you, very true. Yeah, it's all about it. It's pretty amazing, man. And um, do you think? I mean, what about the anal side of it, where it's like it's got to be original press? Do you think that matters uh, anymore? I don't know. Probably to some, you know. And there's a, when it gets too anal, I get bored of that, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, about, yeah it's, 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 a, it's a record. It's music, but. But I like to have an original press if I can, you know, it's ah, nice, you know. Yeah. Uh, what is it about you know, the original press well, thing, though? Because, you see, like, if you're a collector, yeah. you know, there's certain records where maybe the original press and there were only 200 copies pressed mm. or something. So then if that's gone on to oh, be so a record, is like, which is <laughs> then, you know, art, uh, tens real, of thousands yeah. of people around the world want that record, yes, you know, value. then it's like, yeah, then it's, it's the there's not enough to meet the demands. So then that's the kind of thing that can make a, a record go up in value. So it's, it's, it's rare, about it's it being like, rare oh, and limited in the same way as like with a, 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 a car a classic car from back in the day if they only ever made or a 50 Aston <laughs> yes exactly yeah, you know yeah. then it, that's what what drives the price but Peter I know you're a, a real um, hip hop head you know obviously running one of like the most like important record shops in the UK's history in my going, opinion <laughs> but you know you're a real soul boy too yeah 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 I mean I'm a music man I'm not you know it's I'm, I'm kind of you know I guess I like black music and it's just all encompassing so for me um, hip hop was part of what I like yeah so I'm not really I guess what you'd say just a complete hip hop head no, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a music head. I yeah. know, and that's where and we connected so much in the shop because yeah. I always remember being in the shop and you'd be like, "How the hell do you know all these records?" When we were like listening to um, Marvin Gaye records and things yeah. like that, which who well, was that was Marvin after Gaye's. hours. You know, we'd get the soul out. You know, that was yeah. it was nice. And that was you know, to me, it's that's it's all part of the same thing, really. It's all music. And I have to thank you so much because you introduced me to the Marvin Gaye Who My Dear album. Oh. 
which that's and the other day it was Marvin Gaye's birthday I was going yeah, he might have to get a special big up next week <laughs> yeah so you know I always think you're the other like fanatical person that yeah, I know my, who's prepared to listen to as much Marvin Gaye as, as, as I am but you know I think it's a, it's just interesting to be someone who's into all of that sort of tunes but then you can appreciate NWA yeah of course yeah 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 they're you, brilliant what, I mean it's you know that the first album especially the production and you know when you heard I mean that was great that was changing Gram, that, yeah. that came along when they, when you heard that, that that was Jesus what the hell is this you know mm. I mean it was different it was sonically different it was Dre you know um, I don't know it just you know it, it was a classic album in the sense of, and it almost immediately you knew it was a classic album mm. and you'd listen to it constantly for you know in the same way around that time there was De La Soul's first album there was Public Enemy there was a lot of stuff around that late 80s that came out and it was all sounding different, innit? As oh, well, man, it didn't yeah, all sound yeah, the same. See, you heard Public Enemy, you knew it was Public Enemy. Mm. You hear NWA, there wasn't another NWA at the time. So now you, everybody's thugged out. I mean, mm. that's what I got tired of, to be honest with you. Oh, you know, it sounded the same. Thugged out, and, you know, it was, oh, there wasn't the variety out. and all that sort of thing, you yeah, know. So, yeah, yeah. Um, the creativity kind of disappeared, mm, innit? I think, well, it's business, innit? And record companies get involved, big record companies. And That's the weird yeah, thing, man. Yeah. That's the weird thing about it all is that it's, it stems from creativity, but then, like, all of a sudden the business side comes into it and it's like the level of creativity doesn't have to be up there in terms of, um, you know, mind-blowing or it's just got to be enough for it's regular people to... Yeah, but what's it's a hit? I don't you know. know. Somebody knows. I don't know. Yeah, that's like, it. Nowadays, it's, it's just something that's catchy. Hmm. You but know half what I mean? of these people just seem more like a brand than you know. I mean, it's easy, especially being a Marvin Gaye fan, where you see there's artists who it's like they sacrifice themselves, and that's actually a quote from from Marvin too. Like an artist has, must sacrifice themselves for the people. Kind I mean, of thing. I don't, I'm maybe and then I don't, there's people who are brands. Yeah, and I, I mean, think, I, maybe I don't listen to enough music now, like new stuff, but. It seems to me that's oh, right across the board. Well. You know, like jazz and soul. And no, there's nothing like that that's coming out that is seems to me that different or new. Or I just think you, you know, have to you have to dig deeper now, do. man. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. yeah. But you shouldn't have to. You know, it should, yeah, you, you shouldn't know, have Marvin to. Marvin Gaye, what's going on? Was you know on the radio in 1970 or whenever? Exactly. You know, you know what I mean? It's like it's pop music. That was pop mm. music. I guess you haven't had an album like that in. 2030. I mean, the Kamasi Washington album to mm. me at the moment is the best thing that's I've heard closest, in 10, yeah, 15 yeah, yeah. years. But mm. you know, there's not much of it. But, Peter, but that's cool because I'm just buying old records again. Yeah, and, there's <laughs> so and that's much fine. Good that's good. Stuff to yeah, there's so much. Good. There's well. unbelievable amounts. I can't believe how much stuff I've never heard. Now I'm wondering, Peter, you being a, an employer of um, record shop yeah, workers, don't tell the tax people. All these, <laughs> all these slack. <laughs> Record no, you're all right, man. <laughs> it's about it. It's after seven years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's after seven years. You're <laughs> we good, man. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, you, Maestro every week, Maestro investigates some of the UK's burning issues. You oh, know, to help issue. us like get to the bottom <laughs> of all these things. This is going to be really and, serious. You know, I'm thinking yeah, like you being really an employer serious. of um, record shop workers, you must DJs, man. Um, DJs must have given you the funny excuses for, especially like hip hop DJs. Oh, and for not turning up. Yeah, yeah Mice has been in. asking well, I mean, the audience, like, what are know, the even, best excuses you've heard, for, uh, you've heard or given for missing work? They didn't give me excuses. They just phoned up and said, I'm on my way. And then an hour later, they phoned again. <laughs> they honestly <laughs> I'm still on my way. way. Wow. <laughs> it was that kind of night. They all had late nights the night before. I'm sure he didn't get home till three, four o'clock in the morning. He's not going to get there for ten in the morning. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. He just went with the job, but... Yeah. So then no, we all I, stayed they didn't there even, until 11 p.m. Yeah, as well, exactly. So. Came with the territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I see. You've okay. had a few people hitting up the studio. They yeah, we've you? had a crazy amount of uh, 
excuses, man. Um, <laughs> let me try and sift through a couple of these right now. So, yeah, these are the best excuses you've heard or given for missing work. What are they? So, Adam in Tootin, yeah? Adam in Tootin. I once worked with a girl who generally said she had burned her hair with her straighteners and had to go to the hairdressers. She wasn't fired. Oh my God, she had Adam to go to the hairdressers. Yeah, that's deep, isn't it? I've got to go to the hairdressers. That's some yeah. front, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like, bruh. She like, must have been okay. hot. Like, the boss yeah, must have been like, Yeah, he was trying to shag her. Oh, shit, she's trying to get her hair done for me. <laughs> yeah, oh my yeah, God, she you know, look, some men are stupid. She women. looks nice. Oh, shit, that's a really bad one. But Carly, Carly says, um, I called into work and said my cat unplugged my alarm. It was actually true. My boss laughed, so it was so all good. <laughs> We're actually like helping Carly. people out there with we're just gonna help bring together this list of ultimate excuses. Just got just got says uh on Twitter at just got UK says fell asleep on the train now in Scotland <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Man. Done. Done and done. Yeah, yeah, done like, put the phone down, yeah, innit? Drops the drops, mic. Drops, <laughs> drops phone. <laughs> Feeling stepney. Says, uh, Stepney, all right, yeah, my trousers once split on the way to work and I had to call in sick for the next two days as I was so traumatised. I also had to drink lager to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've used that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Who was that, sorry? That's Phil in Stepney. Phil in you know I mean? That's why I gave you a bit of a Stepney accent because I know that <laughs> it goes down there. I've got a, my still cousin nowadays. Dave. Yeah? Stepney still sounding like that nowadays? I'm not sure. I actually live in yes. Stepney now. It's really Everywhere's going to sound like that, yes. man. That's hilarious. Um, Big Terry. So Big Tell. Fucking hell, Big Tell. How's it going, mate? Hello. I once said I fell on a chair or fell off a chair and hurt me face and couldn't come into work. My boss told me to pull myself together and get my ass into work. I said yeah. I will. He but didn't like, say that. I, said, I, said, well, I just said that. I know, hurt my face. That's like so vague. Yeah. Hurt my face. Fell off a chair and hurt my face. Hmm. Like, which part of your face, bruh? <laughs> yeah, we need more detail yeah, if it's just that. the forehead bit, you know what I mean? You can still come into work. <laughs> yeah, but keep your messages coming through to us at hiphop at foobartradio.com. Coming up very soon, we are going to be hearing the one and only Raekwon, the chef of Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah, so you have an exclusive interview coming up from him. Um, and we still have our special guest in the studio, Pete Real. So uh, last week on the show, we had Cy Philly. He's got a brand new album out, so I thought I would um, let you hear some more of that too. So keep it locked to FUBAR. It's Sarah, love and my... Pete Real. Pete Real in the studio. Oh. <laughs> How are the sounds of new hip-hop sounding to you? That sounds that sound nice. That Edan, though, no, you remember Edan, innit? Is that Edan? Yeah, well, it's Edan. Homeboy Sandman, yeah, 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 produced by Edan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. produced by Edan, but Homeboy yeah. Sandman, he's been out, what, the last sort of eight, maybe eight-ish years? Yeah, about probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Five, six. Yeah. Oh, no, no, not as early as that, I think. Like, cause he, I feel um, like I heard something from him then, but yeah. No, it was probably. like the late noughties, like, say, 2008 eight, or something. Yeah, maybe it was yeah. around then, yeah, mm -hmm. the lightning bolt and all that. But yeah, he's he's like one of the new guys that are still making soul one of the new guys that's been around years yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> sure, so just just catching you up there on yeah, um, yeah, the last yeah, like, yeah. I mean, 10 you know. years of history music history no because you're someone who's not necessarily be, uh, been in the scene but then what was it uh, Steve Ealing hit us up in the studio what was he asking about mice well Stephen Ealing I like this one man he was talking about rock, uh, rock and rap collabs so earlier on you know we bigged up uh, NWA for getting a hip-hop group got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. How do you feel about that? Good. If it's about time, you know what I mean? It's, um, they deserve it. I don't it. know whether... Yeah, yeah, of course. I, mean, I don't know whether they... 
Are they the fifth? They're only they're the fifth hip hop act ever to be inducted. Well, there should be more than that. You think so? Well, if you're going to do it, do it properly. You know. So rock and I mean, roll. If it's, I don't know whether it should be called the rock. I mean, I don't know. It's hard, isn't it? Because yeah. um, they probably got inducted because of the film. When was the last no, time? I think that, that's the other thing. thing. That's you know, what I wanted to say. Is that's that, what makes it kind of bait. Yeah, though. yeah. Like, oh, I mean, I when was the last time they had? Hey, a, by the way, because it's almost like they're using the fact that they've got. They've blown up again, kind of, you know. Blatant. They're using yeah, that yeah, notoriety yeah. to, like, go, hey, don't don't forget the, ro- the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame still runs this shit, bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Never play your position. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what advantage it is to them or any group to get in it, but if it is, then there should be more hip-hop in it. Uh, yeah, I guess so. You know. I guess so. I mean, so Stephen Ealing, he's mentioned about, um, he asked, um, what did you think of the Judgment Night soundtrack from 1993? So I this, don't remember the soundtrack. Yeah, me neither, but... <laughs> I was like, you don't know nothing school. about white music. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Didn't this even is, know who Steve Miller was. This is half white. Yeah, this is like Do half you know white who music. Steve Miller so. is. Time keeps on slipping. And EPMD. Oh, oh is it? Come oh, you on. see, he has to bring Wake up a reference for us. I thought to know he who was. Um, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was like some, uh, you know, crooner or something. Nah, well, he's. Kind of a You're not thinking you know, of that. He's, he's, yeah, he's good. He's the saying <laughs> about Wade and Blair. No? Oh, I don't know, but no, that's that album that's your mum's record collection. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> probably. I want to hey, hear your more of that record. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he's mentioned. Um, so these are some interesting collabs: Teenage Fan Club and De La Soul. I hardly remember Teenage Fan Club. All right, you I re- remember I, the name's familiar. Slayer. Yeah, Scottish. Oh, they're Scottish. They're Scottish. Guam boys collaborated with Della. <laughs> it wasn't good to this album. Not the other way round. No, it wasn't good. <laughs> Not Guadela collaborating with some Scottish boys. No. Nah. Slayer okay, and so Ice-T. Okay, so Peter's going to give his verdict on each song. Okay, so no, that's not all as good. Okay, no, so they did, they did, the they did hip-hop tracks, but they did... Like, they're well-known tracks, but these, they did a rock group playing the, doing it in a rock style Oh, so these aren't even like the... So it's like a De La Soul redid the track. I can't remember what the De La Soul oh, track was. Yeah. So these are all played, rock tunes. Played, no, they're hip-hop tunes, if I remember rightly. Oh, and rightly. the rock groups and redid they did them. It, you know, like Bring the Noise, I think it's Bring the Noise, when Public Enemy did it with yeah, them tracks. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. Like, that's it. Oh, so this is like before Hip House was doing that, these lot were doing <laughs> it was that. Just, but these it, were doing Hip Rock or whatever. Hip Rock, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> hip Rock. Hip Rock. Well, Stephen yeah, Stephen Ealing, you may have messed up by sending in this mail. No, she was, no some people thought it was good. You might I'm, have I'm liking ruined, Peter's breakdown. You might have ruined track. this gangster rap image, though. That's all I'm saying. Nah, so he says um, Slayer and Ice T. Was that a good one? I can't remember. Yeah. It did I listened to, to it once, I think. There wasn't wow. part two, right, put it this way. There weren't part two, was there? So. <laughs> it was right. one listen, was it not? <laughs> this one's hilarious. Faith No More and Booyah Tribe. Oh, yeah, killer. That was killer, that one. Is it? No, I don't know. Sonic I Youth. Love I, tried I don't know if the listeners are detecting Peter's sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not even detecting it. I'm, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm in my investigation <laughs> mode. Really? I got my magnifying glass out and everything. Still like, like, right, for real. Sonic Youth and Cypress Hill. Pearl Jam and Cypress Hill. See, Cypress Hill, She's they're almost like a rock... They're quite yeah, rock and roll, they're really. They're quite rocky anyway. They fitted into that better than some of the others, I think. Cypress Hill, their career's pretty incredible when you think about mm. it. Like, they're oh, still man, kind of they kid, are, They're still like, kidding it. Are they it's in the rock and roll hall of fame? Nah, nah. See, oh, they haven't done 25 years yet, maybe. No, is that what you have to do? 25 years, years yeah, to get yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. You've got to do 25th bird, mate, and then you might get in there, do Fucking hell, mate, I'll tell you. This one's interesting, though. Dinosaur Jr., and Dale the Funky Homo Sapien. Hmm. I did not know he was around in 93. 
Yeah, his first album came out in about 92, 91, wasn't it? Who, Dinosaur Jr. are you talking about? No, Daryl. Do you know who Dinosaur Jr. is? I remember uh, the yeah, name. Yeah, 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 yeah tell me still, all about yeah, it. Yeah, collab, still. Uh, yeah, you still no, listen to that record. Shit, yeah, but, no, because Daryl the Funky Homo Sapiens record came out when I was with, still with Rob Corrigan. That, so that must be 91, 92. Shit. Yeah, I remember that. I didn't know he was around that. He didn't um, realise he was that old. Yeah, he's um, Ice Cube's uh, cousin, Can't, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were. I, I kind of remember being a bit heartbroken because my favorite album, oh. hip hop album, is uh, America's Most Wanted, and one of the tunes on there was um, Gangsta's Fairy Tale, and yeah, I heard that Dell kind of wrote majority of that or something. Oh, poor Steve in Ealing, though. He's like, there were some absolute tunes on this album. Nah, he's right, though. I'm sure if we listened to them at the time as well and around, you know, in the same position he was back then when he heard them, we'd probably appreciate <laughs> the same way. So big up to you, Steve in Ealing, for yeah. schooling yeah. us. Yes, we're, it's all I mean? about good music. We don't care where it comes from, what the genre is, you know. It's just well, whether it's good or not. As long as Gene Simmons has nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah, you know, then we're uh, accepting it. Yeah, let's keep it real there. Yes. You know saying, but know, right now you're yeah. tuned into Food Bar Radio. It's myself, Sarah Love, my Stiggy. We have the one and only Pete Real, the founder of the only and original Deal, Deal Real, Real Records. Records. <laughs> um, this coming Saturday is uh, Record Store Day, so, you know, we thought it's only correct that we have, you know, a true pioneer to represent. And coming up right after this... We're going to be getting into that exclusive interview with Ray Kwan, the chef of Wu-Tang Clan. Just for you, Mice. Yo, check it out, y'all. All the way from Shaolin, you know what it is. Ray Kwan, the chef. Maxim with the good honey. DJ Sarah Love. Hold it down. You know what it is, boy. We got your back. Yeah. That's got to be on your answer yeah, machine. That'd that be on my answer right. machine. That's my name. Wasn't it? That's fucking hilarious, man. Ray Kwan was trying to sound sexy, boy. Like, yeah, uh, I bet he was side eyeing you, giving you the sexy side eye. Yeah, uh, with the super sexy, you know, saying put butter on it, you know, to put sprinkles Ice on cream. there. Yeah. <laughs> Bonbons and all that good stuff. Bonbons. You know what I'm Well, you know. Wow. But yes, Raekwon of Wu Tang Clan. You must be a Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, yeah. Of course, man. That was it. Yeah. So he you was had, in. I saw you had Deck, Inspector Deck in the shop one time. Jizza. Uh, oh, it was Jizza, that was it. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Oh, crazy. Did he, he came in with someone, though, didn't he? He. he, he, he... I can't even remember, but we're running out of time right. to play the interview with the one and only Wu, uh, uh, Ray Kwan of Wu Tang. You can't even get his name right. Wu Tang. But um, yes, he was in uh, London last week performing at Coco's in um, Camden. It was the uh, he literally flew in that day, flew out twelve hours um, later, and um, yeah, I caught up with him after the show, which the show was uh, live. The show was really fr- it was a packed house at Coco's, and um, yeah, it was just amazing to see that many people turn out for just some raw hip-hop business you know and um i caught up with him after the show where i walked into the room he was chilling with will i am which kind of took me by surprise i wasn't didn't really yeah, necessarily correct, connect well. to those two like, uh, i was like okay. it's my class baby child and um raekwon but yeah so they were uh, chilling together but then um i we got on with a, a bit of an interview and um i asked him first of all about um this brand new project that's happening he's making a documentary um but here it is i'll let him give you all the information this is raekwon of wu-tang clan in london i'm finishing up my documentary for the 20th anniversary of the album that i made in 1995 96 called the purple only built for Cuban links. So we're doing a documentary that's going to be more of a 
in-depth story of how that tape was made and the influentialness that it gave to the world and I got a lot of great people on it, you know what I mean, from celebrities to basketball players to athletes to, you know, people in the business that really grew from it and created something that was so beautiful like I just wanted to have everybody attached to it outside of Wu-Tang Clan of course the members that helped me make it and um, it's just an in-depth story about how the album was made and the ins and outs and all of that of it but that album was one of the most influential albums in the 90s so I had to do it and you know we celebrating it right now 20 years later I'm talking about throughout the world, everybody still talks about how it, you know, it helped them be who they are today. It helped them identify with the culture more and, you know, especially coming from the streets, you know, to the suburbs, it has done so much for people. So I felt that it was only right to, to do this, though. Well, that's the interesting thing, too. It is, it, we is originally from the streets, but... This, this worldwide appeal that Wu-Tang has had and a record like Cuban Links too. The other day I was talking about how um, Stevie Wonder, he's at the moment touring the songs in the Key of Life album and it's a trip to think he's touring a record that came out 40 years ago. Like how many records of the last 10 years do you think people are going to still be able to tour in the next 40 years? Do you know what I'm saying? But I think Cuban Links is one of those albums. It's got like an aura about it, man. The special energy was captured there. Do you reckon? Oh, definitely. I mean, that's why, you know, I had to say to myself, you know, um, let me do it. Let me let me make it. You know, I didn't want to go to no companies and, you know, try to get them to tell me what I need to do to make something that I made back in the days be what I needed to be. So I kind of took time and invested my own money. And, and you know, my team, we, we got together and decided we'll do it ourselves. And, you know, I think when you realize the the power that you have as an artist and the strength that you created I think it's important when you do documentaries to really be hands on with it so I wanted to be able to do it in that way are you directing it absolutely it's going to be dope like I said you know we two and a half years in the making you know um one thing about me I never like to rush good food when when you're making it you take your time you put your foot in it and you make sure it tastes the way it's supposed to so speaking of good food of course you're known as Raekwon the chef yeah so I've always wondered can you get down in the kitchen Oh, I mean, you know, I could hook up something, you know, I could make a salmon. I'm not a super chef, but um, I could get the job done, you know. I think food is all about seasoning and, you know, smelling good. You know, I, I grew up like that. Like, we smell our food, but, mm. no, nah, I think I could do something right, though. I believe you. But what's your favorite kind of cuisine, then? Oh, automatically, I'm a, um, I'm a soul food baby, you know. I grew up on collard greens and roast, you know, pot roast and, you know. Food cooked with love. Food cooked with love, bro. How old are you when you were making Cuban Licks? Oh, I was um, 20, 25. A baby! <laughs> <laughs> 25, 26. And then what about with uh, 36 Chambers and how old were you when you were making that? 22 years old. Proper baby. Super baby right there. But don't you think that's nuts? Like something that just you and your your posse, your friends, just having fun has gone on to have this crazy legacy. How many times have you seen someone with a Wu-Tang tattoo? I love it. You know what I mean? That, that's what gives us the spirit to keep moving on, you know, because I never seen that in, in my generation of 
you know, back in the 80s, you know, coming up and, you know, I love I loved the music back then, but I never would put it on my body. But so for me to see people do that, it's like these are my, my family, like like I care for them, like like I care for my own. You know, and um, that's what keep the spirit of us keep going forward. It's like, yo, we ain't putting it down. Did you just see that back there? You know, you know, you see somebody with it on their leg, a picture of your brother, or you know, it's 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 remarkable, and and I, and I honor that. I treasure that. It is amazing because I was gonna ask you what has been the secret of Wu Tang's success because there's not many groups that last right. do you know what I mean and it's not only that there's a whole bunch of you so yeah. it's difficult often to keep that politics and just the balance right in a group you're saying there that the fans is a lot of motivation but how is it that we have stood the test of time as a group because we represent real hip hop we represent real music and we come from not only just hip hop but just music in general. See how you said Stevie Wonder earlier? You know, these artists, you know, they are our forefathers and if they could still be here today and doing what they do, we could be here the same way, you know? And I guess that comes from the energy that you get from your fans. You know, you get that and you know they, they invite you out, you go to places and you know, they still calling us, you know what I mean? You see, we out here in London, you know, they calling me, so I'm coming, you know what I mean? So it's a good feeling. And you know the one that always makes me smile when I see people have called their kids Raekwon? Oh, my God, you know, that's a, that's one of the most astonishing feelings in the world is to be able to have people who nickname they you know give their kids my name that i made on the bus certificate from the block yeah i mean that's that's dope though that it's a great feeling you know i haven't met many people who called their kids ghostface so but (laughs) (laughs) you know as a wu-tang fan there's one conversation that since wu dropped that fans have always had yeah but who's your favorite member of wu-tang who's your favorite member of wu-tang um besides myself yeah, you can't pick your. I can't. You know what? I love them all, man. Because no, 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 no. Don't give me the diplomatic answer. Right, so, so look, if I'm gonna keep it a hundred, they all they all fluctuate through the through them through the years with me. I might be into him right now. I might be into him, but it's hard. It's hard to really say that because we all won. We always look at ourselves we as we as one. If I was to really say it to you, it'd probably be. ODB because he was the most outspoken. You know, he had more, he sold more records than all of us, you know, and um, he was basically one of the founders, so I would definitely say ODB. Yeah, he was. Real hip hop, right? Did a super real hip hop. And a raw, special talent, unique, like voice. And that's another thing that I think, you know, more credit needs to be given to you to be this group where you were all so distinctive. It's like nowadays, it's not really something that you come across, even just from artist to artist, let alone within one group, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, we might be the only group that really had that much individual success in one group. You know, you, you got a lot of guys who create their crews and, you know, they, they, they follow that same Wu-Tang legacy. And, um, but nobody could really do it at that level the way we did it from, you know, each artist going platinum and gold. And, you know, you, you know I don't care who's out there, any group, you ain't got them. They ain't all, especially at that amount of people, you know, go platinum and gold and all of that at the time and become, you know, inspirational. But it's a blessing, man, you know. Like I said, you know, you got a lot of favorite, you know, solo artists, but then you got a lot of, 
you know, you only got one really super favorite group of hip hop, and that's us by a landslip. You'll never get another woo. I'm telling the world this right now. You might try, you might think you got four members or three, but you'll never get that, that, that W. Who is the most influential MC on you? It's a lot, you know, it's, it's hard to really say one because, you know, I come from, you know, the Run DMCs, the Slick Ricks, the Canes, and, you know, they did, they paid the way for us. So if I was to pick somebody, it would definitely be from that time because, you know, these are the guys who influenced us to be here today. But um, it's hard to say one. Like, you would have to hit me. You have to give me a top 25 list. Chuck D? Oh, that's definitely one. That's, now you're calling them out. See, see, <laughs> now you're doing my job for me. But it, it's too many, though. You know, like I said, when I see these dudes, you know, that's still alive and well doing their thing, the first thing I say to them before I say, well, after I say peace is thank you. You know what I mean? Because, you know, without them, I don't know where I would be right now, you know? I know it's such it's Rolling Stones for real so you know that's why I said it's hard to really name one no it's such a beautiful thing that I just don't think gets enough props the contribution that hip hop has made to the 20th century and the shape of music today you You know know and you know why it's because a lot of times a lot of people that didn't come from them times you can't fault somebody who don't know you can only fault them if they do know Right? Right, fellas? That's a real jewel right there. You can't fault somebody who don't know. Fault them when they do know. A lot of these kids, they, they haven't been there. So it's up to us, you know, the, the officials in the game, such as yourself, that, you know, really tracked music for the last 20-something years or even farther than it. You know, how old is hip-hop right now? Hip-hop is probably like 40 almost 40, 40, 45 years, 40 years, mm-hmm. something like that. So, you know, it's just all about us keeping them in the loop you know and and i think that that's how they're gonna remember they know but like i said you know it's the people that was there that gotta give them a little bit more and shows like this shows and proves to them that you know check it out we lost one of our soldiers five passed away you know and to me it was heartbreaking because and i felt the same uh, when i heard about sean price uh, yeah. passing last year too and some people were saying you know i'm not sure sean price really understood how much he was loved you know and it's i want to see our soldiers recognized while they can be here to take that shine what is it that we can do actively whether that's talking to fans dj's artists like what is it that people should be doing to make sure that this legacy is being put up there in the same way as how rock music you know they get respected um i think you know just continuing to do festivals and shows and you know always have them attached to it some kind of way you know what i mean i think that's what's going to really keep the legacy alive you see like when you look at the awards the grammy awards or whatever you know they might have a stevie wonder performance or somebody you know it's all about just keeping them attached i don't care you know even if people may not accept it or respect it we we respect it so we're going to make them respect it by having that attachment to it. So I say, yo, just keeping us, keeping them there, you know. I like to be honest with you, I like to see the legends come out and perform, you know what I mean? I've been to a couple of shows and, you know, believe it or not, it, <laughs> this is some of the best performances ever, ever done 
was from the OGs. Like, like we talking about earlier how, you know, some of these, you know, kids that get up there, they lip singing, they, mm. you know, they don't got no personality up there. They just up there, boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, you need to sometimes take them down memory lane and show them a, a real deal show and what it is to be legend. But, you know, it's just going to take us to be a little bit more unified and, and make it happen. Yeah, get a proper school and this ain't no success overnight type story, is it? But thank you so much for talking to me today. It's been so nice to see you again. And the show was fire too. But when is the documentary coming out? Um, We're looking at the end of the year. You know, hopefully, you know, I'll be able to present it to the world, though. If not, though, I'll, I'll keep y'all in tune through the social networks and we'll figure it out, though. Thank you, though, Sarah. Thank you for the love. And, um, you know, your name is Sarah Love, so you know what it is. Just keep doing your job and we here for you. You know what it is. What I know is there must have been a lot of uh, chemical flow going on in that. <laughs> was that in the... Oh, chemistry. That's what you call it. Going on in that... Uh, was it in the hotel room? <laughs> no, it was not in the hotel room. It sounded... I don't know. It just sounded like it was in the hotel room. He was lying down with, you know, one hand, you know, like a Michael Jackson album cover. Yeah, just lying there talking. Sarah's just like, yeah, so... Um, <laughs> He's like, yeah, baby, so, uh, you know, it's all good. Wiping the beer dribble. Sarah wipes the beer dribble. Playing his nerves. Marvin Gaye in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that was sick, man. That must have been crazy. He sounded, he sounded really, um, like, horny. Nah, Josh, I'm sounding... <laughs> I was God. waiting to do what you were going to say, you naughty bugger. But, yes, that was Raekwon the Wu-Tang. That was after his show backstage at Coco in Camden. Yeah, there was... if you say so. Yeah. <laughs> Got to send a shout out to Supreme and um, Will I Am, who is also in the place. In the background, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. filming it. <laughs> oh, I'm never shit. allowing you two in the same studio again with me with a microphone. But that's that last track, I love that tune, Glassy as the Ice. Mm. See, I thought it was easy to play, you know, Criminology or Incarcerated Scarface or Ice Cream or something, but I was like, no, yeah. let's go for a curveball off of that album. But that's some of my favourite singing ever on a hip-hop record. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. you need to warm up <laughs> to those, those notes. Right, boy, yeah, yeah, no, but it was a, it was very cool. To, that's the, um, I've, I've met uh, Ray a couple times before, before then, but yeah, the first time I really got to Hear about the yeah, that was the third day. Sounded like it. So, do you want to hear the drop again? Is that yeah? Jesus, man, just to remind us what kind of nastiness is going on in that uh, the ice cream. But anyway, (laughs) anyway, shouts out to Storms locked into the show. (laughs) Res one, Sivan, all tuned in. Thank you so much. If you missed anything uh, from today's show, you can listen again at um, Hit Food. Foobarradio.com slash hip hop is the place to go. And very soon we are going to be getting into our open mic this week, which is featuring the very talented Rhyme Schemes. How are you doing, Rhyme Schemes? Yeah, I'm all good. Thank you for having me. It's very nice to have you here. Welcome, welcome. And I think we're going to, um, I mean, you're going to be blessing us with some lyrical madness. Yes, yes. So where do you come from originally? I'm uh, from Oxford, representing Oxford. Big up to the Ox crew. Yeah. How's the hip-hop scene out there in Oxford? Hip-hop scene's buzzing in Oxford, to be honest. It is buzzing. There's a lot of artists. Big up to Three Faces of Death. Big up to Dr. Herbs. Big up to all the crew in a piece records. Everyone doing their thing. Yeah, it's quite... Yeah. There's, uh, there's a lot going, a lot on, going man. on, man. Like, recently, in, in just Oxford, I've supported Method Man and Red Man. I've supported The Game, Dead Prez, The Far mm. Side, Just in Oxford. Serious? KRS-One. 
just in Oxford. What was the game like? Did so, you meet him? Uh, I didn't meet him, no. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know you didn't really want to meet we him. We weren't even allowed backstage yet. when he was there, man. We all had Is to play Kate. Yeah, yeah. What, because he, he was scared? <laughs> yeah, it must have Oxford's been. Yo, man, I'll be like hearing about these Oxford motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, you know that's it. Compton's nothing compared to Oxford. No, but he had a live band, in all fairness to him, so they did want to clear it. Method Man and Redman, they met the whole crew. They come and let everyone take pictures and everything. Ah, sick. Big respect to them, yeah. Yeah, so. But I guess maybe because Oxford's quite a big student town, so then yeah, it's like people want a party in it. Yeah, yeah. It's full of students. Yeah. Oh right. That's all I want to say. Students. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Full of students. Oh, that's what you call them nowadays. But big up the students, though, because everyone needs the students. We need the students to keep it coming, and that it's a fan base still. So big up all the Oxford students. <laughs> and how long have you been involved in hip hop then? Ah, uh, ten years. Yeah. Maybe eleven, actually. I'm getting older than I thought. Maybe eleven years. Yeah. What was your like beginning? Like, how did you first get introduced? I started to writing things? bars at about sixteen when I uh, when I left school and uh, didn't really take it seriously till I was about twenty four. So about four years ago, I'm twenty eight now. So yeah, for the last four years, I've been doing it seriously, like trying to actually push it. But I've been writing lyrics for about ten years. Mm. And any records out or anything officially? Uh, you can check on YouTube. Just look up Rhyme Schemes. Uh, the actual album is coming out at the end of this year. You spell so it differently, isn't it, Schemes? Yes, yeah, Rhyme. Hip-hop spelling. Hip-hop spelling, yeah. Okay. S-K-E-E-M-Z. So Rhyme, then S-K-E-E-M-Z. But okay. uh, yeah, it's all on Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube. Hold tight, Sam Delahaye. Look at Delahaye TV if you want to check it yeah, out. Yeah, shout out Delahaye TV in the house. We've got some celebrities. And Uncle Bungle's in the house as well, my mm. DJ. Got you know when people are celebrities when they walk up and down on their phone like that? Look what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. He's important, He already filmed the video outside here before we even come here. Yeah, that's some important shit. This is some shit you got to start doing yeah, now, you need to just this start world now. Yeah. You have to walk up and down on your phone. Pace up and down. No matter where you are. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. You look like you're up to shit. We're just keeping you in the Big up on the Nokia, yourself, I'm the same bro. man. In fact, <laughs> it broke. I haven't even got a phone at the minute at all. But I'm usually an oh, old Nokia guy. Broke. Yeah, yeah. Aww. How did you break an 8810? I didn't actually break. I lost it actually. It's territory. Yeah, because them shits—they don't break, mate. You can build houses. They don't break. Them shits. Them shits are built out like people build their house foundation out of them Nokia 8210. You know what I mean? So that's a good look, boy. <laughs> yes, man. Yes, but first, let's play a tune. Then we're going to get into some open mic styles with our cool. guest uh, this week, Rhyme Skis. Peter, are you going to be blessing the mic as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like? I'll do the chorus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll do the chorus. <laughs> You're holding down the hook. It's Food Bar Radio with myself, Sarah Love, and my Stiggy. Here's yeah. something fresh for you from Jess and Lee Scott. Uh, yeah. Open mic coming up. So that's the brand new single from producer Moriarty's album Bugsville. It's out now. And remember this Saturday, I think, is, is this the third Saturday of, of April? I think that's correct. Sorry. Um, that it, it, it is International Record Store Day. And um, Jess is going to be releasing a seven inch single for that. Um, Reel it in featuring Lee Scott as well. That's uh, And Strange, you were on that too. Um, and so, yes peep out for that this weekend it's food bar radio it's myself sarah love myself mice diggy we my got the man like pete Reels. myself pete Reels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're also joined by this week's ill spitter yes that means rapper in uh you know in London. terms yeah Yes, yes. In the building. <laughs> for the yes, country yes. folk who aren't too sure of the uh, street talk no um, you're uh, we, Mice has been asking I'm still, a very yeah I'm still trying to find out more about it you know just in case I do decide to get a day job 
and do something <laughs> with my life that really meaning something. But then you're not really feeling it. But then I don't feel like going in. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get the best excuses I can. Do you know what I mean? So what's the best excuse you've ever used to uh, get a day off work? Someone from work's probably listening, so I shouldn't really say. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the best excuses you've ever heard. Yeah, wow. yeah. See, this so is how I was helping people out, just in case they Again, I've never heard nothing too good. I'm asthmatic, man, so I usually put it down to something to do with my chest. <laughs> you're like, so, oh, yeah, asthma. Yeah, 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 yeah I've got asthma, bruv. Just, I nearly just, died this yeah, morning. Why? Yeah, yeah. Asthma. asthma. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so... Yeah, yeah. I, I was trying to use that um, excuse for slavery, but it didn't really work. <laughs> really, you were like, I'll make it today. Yeah, yeah, I'd be like, we're out for 400 yeah. years, we've been trying to <laughs> this do <is> this. <laughs> I did say once I got stuck in Birmingham and missed my train, which was a bit of a white lie, so missing your train's not a bad one. Yeah, you could get, I mean, you could do, hey, you could get away with the miss my train one, because everyone's one. been through that at some point, so, but you know. But you know, that's like, you're going to jinx yourself with these things. Hey. Like, you say that, and then you know, like, the next ten times you're trying to catch the train, and you're yeah. desperate to, like, get on that train, <laughs> it's going to backfire. I've got some more here, um, that people that have hit me up. So, Encyclopedia, I think I'm saying that right, Encyclopedia says... Can't just be called Dave. I once, well, nice. Nah, was she, so you might not appreciate her. Uh, Davina, I don't know. Yeah, Davina. Davina. So she says, so I'll do it in a Dave voice. So she says, um, what did she say? She says, I once asked my friend to call for me because I was too late. I was too spang dangled, whatever that means. Before I could stop him, he told me he was my boyfriend, or he told him he was my boyfriend, and I had a miscarriage. So deep. So <laughs> the thing is she had to maintain the lie once uh, she went back to work and oh she still feels God. awful for so that so it's like years later yeah but she says she's a boss now so she can appreciate the excuses when, when they come in oh really she's yes. like waiting to hear boss. a better excuse yeah she's a boss see that's how you make that's it to harsh, the top though, man. this is how people like David Cameron have made it to the top isn't it by just Having saying they had a miscarriage yeah yeah nice. I can see that um, but she was saying that you know because um people would you know always kind of mention it to her whenever they see her at work she'd start crying but not oh because God. of the she's not trying to cry to create to keep the lie going she was crying because she felt so bad oh, really? oh wow it. so it kind of works yeah yeah but that kind of works in your favour if you're going to cry and people look in the end they'll be like look don't talk to her about it yes don't mention the war yeah I got out of it Neil Warrington he says all my socks are still wet <laughs> so I can't make it in. I think that's a, that's a brilliant <laughs> thing. Come on, man. No one wants to walk around with wet socks. Man. And no that one wants to be wearing shoes with no socks either. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> illegal too. So yeah, really, fair enough. Stay Look, at home. Stay at home. Trust the sneakerhead to <laughs> yeah, be talking yeah. about that. Like, fair um, enough. Fair enough. Lee Wipe the Needle Gomez. I think that's how you say his middle name. Wipe the Needle. Nice. Otherwise, it would be Whip the Needle. But I don't know if you want to be doing that in your spare time. Nah. Or letting people know about it on social media. He says... I've just killed 16 people, but they were all sinners, so it's okay. They're like, yeah, stay at home. Don't come back here <laughs> anytime. We don't need you here again. Um, Mac Nirlender or something like that. I don't even know if I got that right. But he said, I once tempt at a well-known emergency breakdown company not too far from the M6. So I took a call from a woman who couldn't come to work because of a severe anal spasm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Exciting. Shitty times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Hoika says there was a shooting in front of my yard. That's proper road bad excuse for <laughs> Gunman versus Yeah, Gunman versus police. Couldn't come out. 
Was that, that was the exact it. language? Yeah, That's it probably verbatim. must have been, man. Like, <laughs> yes. How else are you going to tell your my boss? My yard, Yeah, it? yeah, I couldn't come out of my yard, fam. <laughs> Gunman versus police, innit? <laughs> couldn't come out. Still. Uh, Sally Morrow, avid listener. Shout out to Sally. She said, Sally, she says, um, in A&E, because her false nail got caught when she was dressing and has ripped nail, real nail off in its bleeding. Oh, like you ripped, uh, that does some... sound grimy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, that's... You, that's, you can tell that's true because then next time they go and they're going to need some kind of evidence of injury, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't understand the whole point of false nails, to be honest, because if you've got they real They mash ones, your nails up as well. It's like wigs, isn't it? Wigs mash your hair up. Weaves. And wigs. Yeah. My mum's a hairdresser, so I found out the hard way the truth like really oh were you, were you looking into getting a wig <laughs> well, she's she to test out well. my hair innit she's to test all the straighteners and that oh so yeah. is that yeah. the excuse you're going with that's the excuse I'm going with, with that's why my hairline is fucked up the way it is yeah so fuck all of you guys this is the long term damage yeah <laughs> but uh, yeah man there's a whole bunch of other ones here as well Jack Diggs says I once said I got burgled whilst asleep but my favourite one was leaving my manager a voicemail saying, I just can't make it with no reason. The good thing about this excuse was I was in a squat rave at the time at four in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't make up, it. Man. Best of luck with today. Yo, <laughs> Let me know how you get shit, on. Man. Well, I, I'm sure there's even more. There's a never-ending list. Never-ending. But I'm going to keep investigating this throughout the week. So make sure you hit us up. Let's get into this open mic before we run out of mother-loving time. Yes, We've got the one and only rhyme schemes right here. Yes. And are you ready to roll? Yeah, mum. Okay, let's do this. And this week's beat is courtesy of Ill Informed. It's an Ill Informed production. So let's get into this open mic. Let's make sure your mic sounds nice. Yo, yo, mic check, one, two, one, two. Your mic check, one, two, one, two. What to do? Your mic check, one, two, one, two. Shouts to Fuba. Big up in informed on the beat also. Yeah, check it. Yeah. I'm from a place where you get chased and locked away without you breaking a law. They flip it so you sin is guilty in newspaper reports. Where you're taught to hold a grudge and thus you hate them abroad. But you're happy with your family on vacation resorts. They say the good die young, the best are laid in a morgue. So size him up, even giants can get slain with a sword. I'm moving one step forward with a brain full of pawn to be the king. But you're playing a different game on your board. Huh. I'm from a country where they're comfy off of prejudices. And it's no different because every city's got seven sinners with the stress of living in repetition filled prisons terrorism and hedonism another innocent gets killed in the street but the police are released the judges just skipped him off free they said they couldn't prosecute because the witness was weak but i just watched the whole murder on the video stream Another year, we're still living with the same stress They build a grave for your mind to keep us brain dead So you should never swap stickers with a shaved head When you're living off of crumbs while they break bread If we don't learn from mistakes, then what's the pass for? They manufacture disease if they say they can't cure You see this cancer industry will leave us pass poor And you shouldn't throw punches with a glass jaw This false flag waving's got us hating each other huh. Well, our salamu alaykum, my brother If we could come together, we could save one another with love So never judge a book by the shade of its cover The north was one, then we turned the west against east And in the south, the hanging tree stuck at ten feet The hate filled, so I don't listen when some friends speak I'm trying to make ends meet where the ends meet I don't hate this world, I'm just mad at the system With its characteristics of capitalism They killed a animal kingdom through Cameronism And eating meals off the weak reeks of cannibalism The truth lies where the camera isn't Then it's gone in a flash and in a... 
the economy crashed huh. Searching for discipline, filling kiddies with medicine While stripped the sick and stricken of disability benefits Like, here you go, take a new debt free Cause we're destroy anybody who ain't we Technology's got us fiending for a few XP They got us locked in a cage like it's the UFC Now why do you think the internet is something you get free? They put the whole of the USA onto a USB And it seems that they're poisoning your genes And I ain't talking about the ones you got from USC They feed us terror and war to keep us galvanised See we were fighting when the fishes and the flowers died And I wish I could believe they're not allowed to hide Aspartame to saccharin to household formaldehyde And day to day that's just the way that we move So they're putting toxins in our day to day food And you need a new screen but the TV be telling you But phones could give you cancer when they bow you on the cellular These words hurt but these actions really speak And these preaching practitioners don't practice what they preach Leave you three feet deep with the factions that you read And the revolution started with a faction in the street uh. So line them up and tell me who I slay I've paid my dues so I'm due my pay And there's more than having bars to be an lyricist. So I switch when I spit and I hit on with 56 like this Jeez, mm. right, Jeez, boy That's what we call the open like mic When you just open that shit up right there, boy The mic's damn near bleeding Rhyme <laughs> schemes Man like ill-informed on the beat Do remember if you want to get your beats in Hip-hop at foodbarradio.com Rhyme schemes You got some more for yeah, us, Yeah, let's bro. go Come uh, we go, bro. Come check we it. go Yeah, yeah, and hey, yeah This little piggy went to market This little piggy likes to spark it This little piggy puts a bullet in his target This <laughs> little piggy fits a kitty in his casket But he never been charged It's a police state for Pete's sake It's peak, mate Yeah, what's the odds of winning war? We're talking beef steaks mm. They're Robin Hoods and Captain Hook likes to preach hate and now my wheels are falling off I'm a cheapskate I got a mental that you'll never dishevel I'm cutting off the head of the devil To treble my intelligence level So I ain't got no love for you suckers And government fuckers The ones that want to cough up my brothers is nothing Like stop freezing Hold up What? So you can come and kill a man in cold blood? What happened to the questions answered after Eric Garner? Did they deaden him because his melanin was an etching darker? I'm from an era of cultivational terror Where brains are too washed to have hopes of making it better Religion is a killer, so nations are undeveloped And we remain drugged with these motivational measures mm. So look who's next, flying over the cuckoo's nest Praying to a book of death in a bullet vest We ain't got pee and we ain't free enough to look ahead For capital, I'll remain ear like Bucharest And I've been looking at this world and ain't it interesting That in poverty and war that we've been investing They keep us separated so we're splitting sections Then we die for misconceptions of a skin complexion God keeps giving while the clock keeps Keeps ticking, but this metronome is an offbeat rhythm. We're living like inmates in rough kids' prison, confined to the walls of a concrete system. And sickness is business, so it's hush when they found an answer. We were selling bags of ganja, they've been selling sales of cancer. We're animals trapped on an island that's vibrant. We lead a wildlife like Madagascar. Feels like we're returning to black history. As if it isn't murder if you act religiously. And faith is placed in the face of anonymity. They talk about immigrants like we're the Aborigines We're in a world where we get no rest But we're blessed so we expect the best no less And we're wrecked to the death until our headphones rest And on my tombstone I want to read an S-O-S Yes Right, Skis, yeah, right. Big up Food by Radio, thanks for having me. Aye. Aye, I'll tell nice. you what, mate. Dave Despain had to come out there, mate. I'll tell you, he was like, bloody hell, mate. I do like a bit of this rap stuff. Especially when they do it that good, mate. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. That was super live. 
How can people get in touch with you? Where can they find you? Share yeah, the look, information. Look me up on Facebook, Rhyme Schemes MC, the fan page. Please give it a like or Twitter at Rhyme Schemes. YouTube, just type in Rhyme Schemes. You can see it all. We're doing a new video tonight with Global Faction, so that's going to be out Big in the next Global few Faction. weeks. Big up Global Faction. Big yeah, up man. the whole movement. Big up everybody I've worked with and everyone who's supporting the movement. Salute! Mm, that's thank right. Thank you so much for your hard work, though. Yeah, man. Appreciate you coming through. Once cool. again, shout out to Ill Informed on the beat. Do remember... If you want to get your beat played on the open mic section, um, we're doing a special thing right here because we want to make sure that we can get as much talent out there as possible. This is worldwide as well. You don't have to just be from the UK. Make sure you hit us up with an MP3. Maybe the best thing to do is probably send about four one-minute snippets to hiphop at foobarradio.com. Make sure they're MP3s. No WAV files, no zip files, no download links, please, because the committee cannot handle that bullshit right there. Make sure you just send in MP3s with the title Open Mic Beat. It's really simple. And you can do exactly what Ill-Informed has done and, and get himself out there on the uh, Fubar Radio hip-hop show open mic with myself, my Stiggy and Sarah Love. You just heard rhyme schemes right there. Shit. Slaughter that shit. Mm. Pete, what are you saying? This is a new MC out here. Yeah, you know? that's rough, man. That's tight. Thank see? you, Thank Yeah, you. yeah, that's wicked. Yeah, you that's see so what we're doing here. We're bringing this thing, whole thing yeah. together, man. We're the missing link. Yeah, spreading like the knowledge. We're like the Neanderthal man right here. <laughs> oh, you Peter I mean? is. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no we that. are. We're the missing link here. <laughs> we are the, the missing connection. No, thank you so much for thank you. coming thank through. You. Like, what's the next move then for you? You're doing this video tonight. But yeah, then... doing a video tonight. Got a got a lot of festivals in the summer. Got one big, big show, but I'm not actually allowed to release it yet. So oh, it's like that. Oh, what? Actually, not even here. On I the actually can't, Webby. man. I actually can't. We're not worthy. Or else I might not do the big show if I release oh, it now. So. But uh, yeah, there's a few festivals. Wonderfields down in Devon. We're doing Wishfest in Cornwall with Chester Chest. Uh, mm. Catch me at Slam Jam next month and Wicked. all around, man. All yeah. around, all around. That's good Just to look hear, up man. Rhyme Schemes. And that's, a, and that's Schemes a, with uh, SK. SK double E M Z, yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't check the American me. guy who spells it properly, man, because he's wax. So. Yeah, oh, he ain't kept off if he's spelling <laughs> he's it properly. No, shouts out to Herbs, locked into the show, sending the shouts out to Brother Scheme. Yeah, big up to Dr. Herbs, man. He's done a lot of work behind the scenes. Oxy pop in the building, he says. <laughs> so that's, that's very nice. nice. Shout out to Sinead Harnett as well, locked into the show. Very talented sister there. Um, Skits of Flow tuned in. Remember, you can get in touch with us in between shows as well at hiphop at foodballradio.com uh, is um, the place to send your emails through to. Next week, we are back Monday 4 till 6 p.m. We're going to be speaking speaking to the one and only Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Have you how heard about this, this new Miles Davis film? Oh, yeah, how yeah, did she yeah, do yeah, that? Yeah, Don Cheadle of all the people. How the hell did you manage to draw Don you know, Cheadle you up? get the address book out. And you, no, but Don Cheadle was yeah. in town. Black 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 Black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the excuses. Yeah. Who can being... I talk to? I haven't spoken <laughs> to him in ages. Yeah. Yeah. You alright, Don? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but you must well, have heard well, about Don. this Miles Davis film. I've seen it. Yeah, something about it. I don't know much about it. but Yeah, so there's like this new biopic, a Miles Davis film. They had a screening last week in London and then Dot said, Don Cheadle's in town. Yeah. Good? Yeah, it was yeah. good. Yeah. Does he get so high in it? To, does does Don Cheadle get, get high in it? I don't think he's not high in it at ah, any point. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> it's just looking oh, at like I might two days. Like, yeah, it took, that sounds interesting to you. It looks at like two days in Miles Davis's life in the 70s. So it's like a different kind of approach to a biopic, but I was mm. impressed. It exceeded my expectations. But you'll have to tune into the show next week to find out more about that. Um, you know where to go to foobarradio.com. Remember, all 
our past episodes, including um, episodes with Five Dog, uh, Chuck D, and so many Big more Daddy ill Kane. people. Yes, and your you finest know. UK representatives on the mic are all available at foobarradio.com. So um, get in touch. Thank you so much, Peter, for joining us today as Thank well. You. It's Love been you lovely. Love you too. <laughs> Can't wait for us to yes, do another ma'am. party together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ASAP. Yeah, exactly. And um, thank you again so much. Thank Ryan you. Big up Sarah Skins. Love, Maestro, yeah, and Pete. Too. Yes, man. I'm not the people through. working behind Natalie. Yeah, yep. Look at him. They're like, we're famous. Oh, I tell you. No. <laughs> All right. So make sure, mother lovers, if you've missed any of the shows, you can go to foobarradio.com slash hip hop. You can also check us out on iTunes. Please hit us up. Subscribe on iTunes. Let's get number one spot on there. Mm. Somehow, some way, you know? And, uh, we're gonna be back next week with uh, maybe it might be uh, you've heard you've heard Horny Raekwon you might hear Horny Don Cheadle <laughs> Don next Cheadle's week, married so let's just, well <laughs> hey <laughs> when has that ever stopped anyone from getting horny hey? <laughs> basically you know yeah. what I mean alright um, so thanks for tuning in mother lovers up next we got uh, Badger Friendship with uh, the mother lovers you know about because we always big them up <laughs> yes and this last tune I'm sending just for you Peter I'm sorry I didn't have a, a Marvin Gaye tune That's to play right. for you this week well, but I was like let's leave yeah we'll leave people in something classic right now peace Uh-oh.